I made myself a pizza for dinner, like a homemade pizza. Yeah. And the base stuck to the pizza tray. And I, I basically had a homemade mess. Oh, nice. Did you eat it? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like what, scraping it off the bottom? Yeah, I pretty much ate it with a spoon. Nice. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> hi, Carla. <laughs> hey, how are you? I'm good. I'm good. I can't complain. I, I've had a busy enough week in work. My uh, ankle is still at me, but uh, um, I'm not I'm not too bad. Fair. How is you? I'm all right. I'm surviving today on um, sour skittles and hope that tomorrow I'll feel better. Your voice is a bit hoarse there. Were we out last night at all hours? Well, see, I got let off work early, so I thought, I'll stay, I'll have one. I'll, I'll start going through the wine list. I'll, <laughs> I'll, I want to be the best at my job. So I'll have one of every glass, every bottle, and we'll see how it goes. And then as the, the evening wore on, people finished shift and came and joined me. And before you knew it, it was 2 a.m. And Fuck I sake. had made my way through a vast amount of the wines we offer. And some Ray and Nephew. Don't really oh. remember getting home. So, and what would you review these wines as? I have my favourite. Okay. Um, Which is a a pick pool. It was very. Was, there were some where I had to add lemonade. I'm not. Ah. <laughs> I'm not proud to say it, but I'm not a what you call a connoisseur. I see yeah. wine. I'm like it's either white, pink, or red. Anyway, Carla, um, so you were out last night when we were meant to record and if we had have done that, uh, this bit of news wouldn't have made it into this week's news. Um, it's the sad passing of Chadwick Boseman, yeah. uh, the actor who played Black Panther and James Brown and many others. He's a fucking talented actor and it's really sad that he has passed away. Yeah, I woke up with that notification and I like immediately clicked it because I was like, oh, from what? Because obviously we didn't know he was sick. Mm. Um, and I was like, kind of like shocked and then realised that obviously it's been going on for a while. Very, very sad. Imagine going through stage four colon cancer and at the same time making seven films. Yeah, it's, no, it's mad. It's just, it's, it's such a shame and it'd be yeah. remiss not to mention it. Uh, one of the, the, Twitter, Twitter was quite busy this week. Uh, <laughs> I was barely off it. I, some of the things I wanted to talk about were Gemma O'Doherty, who's a mad bitch from Ireland. In the bad sense, she got arrested yesterday while live streaming. She's like an anti-mask, anti-fucking uh, everything. Okay. She's she's mental and she got arrested on live stream and it was, wow, chef's <laughs> kiss beautiful. Uh, I wanted to talk about Hosier. Hosier? Yeah, Hosier put out a Instagram video with the handsome Squidward face and he was pretending to be like a fuckboy. Like, <laughs> and it was very, very funny. And he meant to send it into a group chat of his friends and instead put it on his public Instagram story with Amazing. like six million followers. Nice. I've not seen yeah. that. I, I feel so old. <laughs> yeah, it's very good. But the main funny thing I want to talk about this week is Jedward. Oh my God. <laughs> Do you... Do you remember Jedward? Yeah, and I've seen some of what they've been tweeting. Jedward are back. <laughs> Essentially is is the point of this. Jedward are back and they're starting the revolution. They might be the next joint minister of agriculture. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, it's it's just I I have no idea where any of this came from. Well, have you it seen just came they out were, they were there in the um Black Lives Matter protests in LA with 
um amanda the woman the girl from american pie the blonde one right she is her name amanda something they all yes. live together oh my god no you know who it was it's tara reed they live oh my with, god they live with tara reed jesus like, those christ two and her and they were at the black lives matter um protest on like a car with megaphones like I don't really get it, but I think I love. I think I love it. Jedward tweeted out, "Everyone has the right to protest, but it's not peaceful or making change when their consequences are more deaths. That's not democracy. It's murder." This is Jedward. Can we just talk about who Jedward were? Yeah. Jedward were dumbass twins from <laughs> Lucan who got on the X Factor because Louis Walsh wants young boys. And also, I think they were about seventeen. They were young. They were underage. Oh yeah, yeah. I think they were younger than seventeen. Maybe. But yeah, they were definitely yeah. underage. I remember them being super annoying. Massive joke on X Factor. Yeah, People they were the them. joke. Yeah, they were the they joke. Were the joke. They were the joke. And they were like the butt of every joke in Ireland. Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> and now they're leading the political revolution. Yeah, they might be our new leaders at one point. I'm, I'm, do you know what? I'm okay with it. Also, I love their haircut. <laughs> They've, They've been very loyal to that haircut. Yeah, but they've kind of tweaked it. It's not the same anymore. It looks good. It is very stylish. Well, I'll be the judge. <laughs> the other thing I forgot to put down on my list was, did you see the new Batman trailer? I did. I watched it without sound, though, because I was watching it at work on my break. Oh, well, then you missed the best bit. Oh, I saw... So it's Robert Pattinson as Batman, and you heard his Batman voice, and he just goes, I'm vengeance. Ooh, it's good okay. it's good I saw someone say that like they think they thought they were over their Robert Pattinson phase but they're not anymore like no. <laughs> I want to make a general apology to Jedward and Robert Pattinson because you know like 12 year old Kean very against both 22 year old Kean absolutely <laughs> loving them <laughs> Robert Pattinson did you see that um, interview he did for a magazine With GQ. during yeah, yeah during I don't know if we spoke about this already but it was so chaotic. He's insane. He is an insane man. He and that that quote from like years ago where he was like there was he had a stalker who used to follow him around all the time and one time he went yeah fine I'll go to dinner with you then like he was like just because I was lonely and he told her all about his life and like whined all evening and she never wanted to see him again. <laughs> I'd say he is the best crack. Yeah, I bet he's such a laugh. I went to the cinema this week for the first time in, I think, seven months. Nice. And I watched Tanet and he was in it and he was an absolute gem. He was real charming, kind of suave, kind of a bit James Bond-esque. Actually, Robert Patterson would make an excellent James Bond. Do you think? Yeah. He is suave, sophisticated, and he'd be kind of different. Daniel Craig looks a bit like, uh, like a spud in a suit. He also kind of looks like Max from EastEnders if Max from EastEnders lived in America. Daniel Craig doesn't look like a secret agent. No, no. Daniel Craig looks like a bouncer at a shit nightclub. Still would shag him though. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, have you any news this week before I get to my last piece of news? Yes. My okay, childhood dreams have come true. Turkey Twizzlers are back. I don't know what those are. Oh, my God. Do you have Iceland in... Yeah, we have Iceland, but it's really shit. No one goes. Okay, so you know that evil bastard Jamie Oliver? About 10 years ago, he... Why is he evil? I'll get to why he's evil. He came round with all his healthy eating shit, took off 
loads of stuff off of the kids menus ah uh, yeah turkey twizzlers included we stopped being able to get chips on a friday choc ices were not ices yeah. do you know what i mean he made all... you all uh healthy i think is the term um he tried to ruin my life personally vindicated me he got rid of turkey twizzlers iceland stopped doing them they what were... are turkey twizzlers so it's kind of like you see you know like a curly fry yeah it looks like a curly fry but, but it's meat and it's perfect is it turkey we can only assume <laughs> <laughs> but let me tell you it doesn't taste like healthy turkey so i wouldn't i wouldn't oh God. i wouldn't put, i wouldn't bet my life on it that it's full turkey okay i like turkey so maybe i'd like these and we've bought some but um i'm, I'm yet to try maybe I'll have to try them as well. It's perfect. It's everything I've ever wanted. I hope Jamie Oliver's sitting at home crying his fucking eyes out. My last piece of news is it's not it's not sad and it's not funny. It's kind of angry. Okay. Bella Thorne, ah, former child actress, has joined OnlyFans Mm -hmm. and on her very first day made a million dollars. Here is the issue people are taking with that and it is totally fair. She has put OnlyFans in a stranglehold by, you know, taking people's focus off smaller content creators and onto herself. The big, big problem, all right, which I found out, is she's basically banking, bankrupting OnlyFans. Yeah, yeah, no, I've, I've read yeah. this, yeah. She put out a pay-per-view message and it was $200 to see it. And it said it was a nude and it wasn't, right? So people clicked in, they had to pay for it and they were disappointed and they requested a refund, which they're entitled to if it's false advertising. So many people requested the refund that OnlyFans can't afford to do any more. And now OnlyFans creators can't charge over $50 for a pay-per-view and they can't get tipped over $100. Yeah. Um, their payouts aren't coming as much. Yeah, it's like every month now instead of every week. Before it was like yeah. pending for a week, then would clear. Now it pays yeah. for a month. Yeah, she's bankrupted OnlyFans. She's put a stranglehold on them. And I don't think it was intentional, but it was definitely ignorant. Yeah, she does not need the money. Let's be honest. She doesn't need the money. And she's not actually doing OnlyFans. She hasn't put up any nude content. No, she's... I don't really know what sh- why she's done it, almost, because she doesn't need the money. And even now that she knows what she's done, I don't... I have such a bad feeling she's not even going to try and help. No. You know, like, how maybe she's... she could she could afford to do the... Be like, you know what? I'll do the refunds. Yeah. And put everything back the way it was. And I'm sorry, no more false advertising. Or whatever she's, you know. But she won't do it. Here's the mad thing. Bella Thorne released her nudes for free not that long oh, ago. I'm not being funny. I thought I'd seen her naked before. You have, yeah. Yeah. So I'm really confused why people would pay. It's it's ridiculous, yeah. isn't it? Because, like, it, I... I, ah, I, oh, it just... It kind of... It's so dumb. I don't like people taking over smaller platforms. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Anyway, we've definitely done a lot of news, so we'll move on to the topic of this week, which, as I have my gin and tonic, is what, Kala? <laughs> Hangovers. <laughs> is that gin and tonic? Uh, mm-hmm. I always have a gin and tonic when we record. Oh, that's uh, And I had three last night waiting for you, and, oh, no. uh, <laughs> really and then you cancelled, and I was just lying in bed with the gin and tonic in my hands, and it was just like, man, for fuck's sake. <laughs> 
Anyway, Carla, worst hangover you ever had, go. I, people have this where they're like, what is the worst one? Like, you can remember it. And I, I toss up between a few of them. Like, I'm right. not certain which was the absolute one where I wanted to die. Like, there was definitely one in Australia where I didn't leave my bed for most of the day. And every time I woke up, I'd have a slice pizza go back to sleep. I... Actually, the day um, after I propositioned one of our friends and we all went to the beach and I just got in the ocean fully clothed because I just wanted to drown. (laughs) (laughs) That might have been one of, that might have been up there. Not sure if that was because the hangover or the absolute fear. (laughs) You're just like, I'm going to end it all. I literally was just like, I don't have any swimming costume and I'm not wearing underwear. So I'm just going to go into the ocean in my dress. And hope a wave takes me. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So yeah, that was pretty bad. I didn't love that one. I think my worst hangover was after a very heavy night drinking at someone's 18th. And she very kindly let me stay over. But I very sillily got sick into her wardrobe. Because I got up and I was like, I'm going to the bathroom. And I opened the door to the bathroom and basically just got sick into the bathroom. But it wasn't the bathroom. It was her wardrobe. Fuck. And yeah. was, it one of the, was it like a warm day? Well, that's the thing. The next day, it was very hot. Uh, it was about 22 degrees. And I had hot. to get two oh, buses home. <laughs> and we got me and a friend, Aoife, got on the first bus. And it was so hot. It was just a dead heat. And there was traffic the whole way Mm. i remember this bus journey which should take about 40 minutes max took an hour and a half and i just remember us both sweat coming down shooting off our face (laughs) shivering next to each other and just turning and looking at each other and just like i don't think we're gonna survive this this might be it like this might be it yeah and what can you do you can't get sick on a packed bus well, actually, I was as, <laughs> as we were talking, you were talking about this, I was thinking about a time I went for my friend's, I think it was her 20th birthday? I don't think it was 21st, 20th birthday up in Leeds. And we had to get a train back to London the next morning for her celebration in London. We were doing two. And yeah. we were on a packed Virgin train from Leeds to London. And we had Starbucks cup and I was sitting on the floor and like feeling so unwell because it, it, we literally there was no seats and the, it was rocking and it wasn't fun and I looked at her and I went mm, and I gagged and genuinely thought I opened the cup up I thought this is it it's gonna have to go in this Starbucks yeah cup. luckily there was no sick but she the fear in her eyes she was like you were just gonna be sick in that cup and I was like I th- maybe like Jesus Christ it, and you never there's want to nothing be that worse person. than yeah. yeah there's nothing worse than commuting uh, with a hangover no what's worse commuting or working you know what though definitely commuting because working i do all the time hungover my yeah my i boss used to said, do that a lot he was like i don't even mind if you're hungover because you're always here on time and you're pretty useful still and I was like, Thanks. Hey, you can you can work hungover and it's no problem as long as you're not like doing a job where you can't have any alcohol. Don't be a surgeon. Like, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Don't yeah. go drinking the night before a surgery. <laughs> you can't be a surgeon. Probably should be a bus driver. Or a pilot. No, none of those jobs. I do think the best thing for hangover is being in the fresh air. I love being in the fresh air when I'm hungover. Being by the ocean that day 
or going for a walk and it's cool out, a little breeze. I don't even mind being cold hungover. I think it's quite nice. Genuinely, do you know what I think is a great hangover cure and the hardest thing to do? What? Exercise. Mm. I think exercise is so good for a hangover. You go for a run. Yeah. You sweat out all your fucking poisons. True. Right? You're getting oxygen in you all the time and straight after you have to have about two litres of water. I mean, it's not a bad plan. Another plan B, and I did this recently when it was very, very hot when we had our massive heat wave and I was fucked up. Had work in the morning, but I shagged it out. Yeah. I, I got to work it at 10am and I felt fresh as a daisy. Everyone was like, but you were fucked up last night. I was like, yeah, and I was also fucking last night. So we're all good. I get excited sometimes <laughs> when, when I'm hungover. But, <laughs> but I feel absolutely terrible after it. Do you put effort in though? Or do you yeah, of course. Effort? No, I have to put effort in. Because I like to have sex hungover, but I like to lay there like a fish. Yeah. Do it to me. Yeah. I can't be asked. I just almost need it over. I'm sweating and losing fluids and it's, oh, by the end, I'm just a husk of a man. <laughs> Crying, shivering. Yeah. I'm quite needy on a, hung on a hangover. Oh, you are very needy on like, a hangover. I really need love, care, attention. I need a cuddle. I need a spoon. Days where I've seen you hungover, I've never seen you get out of bed and I've seen you make people get your three Uber Eats for the day. That happened once. One time. That happened more than once. <laughs> one time. I ordered a couple, maybe three Uber Eats in a day. And yeah, no, I didn't collect one of them. But it's because I was no. dying, Kian. You used to make me get all the slushies. Yeah. From the 7-Eleven. Oh, slushy run. That's a good hangover cure. The Ice cream. Run. No, And like the... cold drink. Oh, I hate slushies. The only time I would drink them was those, was those very hungover mornings a dollar can't go wrong i love an ice cream or a calippo or something Ooh, a calippo. if i'm hungover it's just it's got sugar in it it's got electrolytes and it's cold yeah it lowers your core body temperature today all i wanted was like really fruity sour drink kind of thing so i had a fanta from mcdonald's then i had like an innocent juice then i had like a grape fanta which by the way wouldn't recommend shite then I went to Tesco and bought one of those like Tropicana apple berry drink things and some sour Skittles. All my mouth wanted today is like really harsh flavours. Yeah. Nothing yeah. bland. I can't, I didn't want chips, you know, like, I mean, I had fish and chips earlier, but <laughs> besides the point, I didn't want like stodgy really. I wanted really refreshing because I'm probably de dehydrated to shit. What gives you the worst hangover? Mm. Mine is either tequila, which mm. gives me a pounding headache. Yeah. I, I don't like drinking loads of cider as well because it just makes me feel really, really sick because of all the sugar. Yeah. But I think overall, the one that makes me feel the worst, head, depression, stomach, the whole, the whole nine yards, wine. I'm not too bad on wine. Uh, a wine hangover is just... Ugh. It depends what wine, maybe. Red wine, I'm a bit bad on. Red wine. Yeah, I'm yeah, bad on red, red wine. wine. I think my worst hangovers might be on Jaeger. <sighs> I'm getting like Vietnam flashbacks. I know, I just had a, I felt a bit shivery just then when I said I, Jaeger. I don't I know the it. last time I've had a Jaeger bomb. No, I wouldn't do, I don't like. Did we that. ever have one? Um, Again, we didn't, in Australia, we didn't tend to, we used to do a lot of Cafe Patron. Oh, I did. Yeah. You used to get them. <laughs> yeah. I Look, I'm one of those people, I'm like, 
shot. Let's all do tequila. Let's all do shots. So, and, yeah. and they were never on offer in Australia. No. So if I see a good offer, if I see three for five, I'm thinking, fuck it, let's have it. Do you know, it was a great one. I can't remember the hangover from it. But when I was in Amsterdam with the lads. Oh, lads on tour. You know me, Carla, super laddie. Oh, yeah. It was me and three friends in this bar. There was more of us with us and, and it wasn't all lads. But me and three friends went to this bar and they had an offer of 20 shots for 20 euro. Mm. So we got 60 between four of us. And we just kept getting them. We do the first 20 and then we do the next 20. And then we do like, we were like, we can do one more. And it, it wasn't real alcohol either. It was like that apple kind of shot uh, yeah, stuff like that they give salad. you. And it's actually only like 10% at most. But just so sickly. It's so sickly. And I remember the last 20, every time we did one, we did them in twos. So it was me and a friend would do one run up to the bathroom to be sick, mm. come back down, the other two would do one, run up to the bathroom <laughs> to be sick and come back down. We did it 10 times. Mm-mm. No, thank you. Nah. It was horrendous. I don't remember what we were like the next day. But, but it, also, it can't have been that bad. I can't, yeah. I mean, so we, recently when I, I don't know if I've mentioned this on the podcast, we had a big night at work. We had like three bottles of coffee Patron and then, pints on pints on pints and I was very hungover the next day was sick a little bit at work um and then had some ibuprofen and had to pop on just get on with it but I think that was the mixing of the pints I'm not very good on beer I don't think because mixing gives you a worse hangover and it's like my mom's number one rule she's like (laughs) never mix drinks if you mix drinks you'll be sick yeah. And it's true. <laughs> it's just, it is fucking true. But there's no way I'm having 12 pints of Guinness, Noreen. I'll have three pints of Guinness and I'll have three Copperberg and I'll have 16 shots. And then I'll be very sick in the morning, like the good oh, Lord yeah. wanted. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Carla, what would you give hangovers out of 10? Because I think they're an important part of growing up. I guess. And they definitely do get worse. I'd give it maybe a, a three. I was going to say four. I only give them three because I always can get shit food the next day and not feel guilty about it. I actually, you know, I'm going to give it a six and I'll tell you why. Not a better feeling. Hungover in your mate's bed chatting shit. Yeah. Okay. That's the best feeling in the world. The debrief the next day <laughs> is just an incredible sensation. The, the debrief. The food after, seeing the a shame. A proper hangover day is a good day. Yeah. Seeing the shame on your friend's face when you know they fucked up. Priceless. It's, it's never your friend, Carla. Fuck off. I know it was me. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Carla, what time is it? It's Carla after dark. <laughs> I'm, I'm pranged out. Anyway, I have a quick before that I want to talk about before I actually get on to this topic. Yes. This week, I had my very first smear test. Oh. And I have been waiting for this for about six years now. Ever since I've started having sex, I wanted one. I've been very anxious about it. Very like, if they would have given it to me at a request at 18, I would have done it. I'm always very nervous about things inside 
and I just thought I'd give it a quick review and also just remind everyone to get their smear test because it's super important. On a review level, I'd say it was a 10 out of 10. Quick, simple, does not hurt one bit. They just, you spread your legs, you do that every weekend anyway. They go up in there, they scrape some stuff off your cervix. It doesn't hurt, it's like a cotton swab and then you'll get your results in two weeks. And Good. Yeah. And I don't know, I was very excited about it. My mum said that she was, I was the first person she's ever known to be excited for a smear test. But I just want to know everything's healthy, you know, all in working order. Yep. I want my little box to be fine. It does yep. a good job. It, nope. you know, needs to be kept. Everyone should get their bits looked at. Yeah. Get get the SDI check you've been putting off. Yeah, yeah well, thank you for reminding me. <laughs> yeah. That was generally to the listeners, but I mean, get checked, Gavin. <laughs> I think I'll be fine. You, you get tested by a doctor and they find rust from the <laughs> penis piercing. <laughs> oh, now I feel uncomfortable. Anyway, mm. on to a very uncomfortable topic. I thought, let this week, let's talk about virginity. Oh, no. And the, re- Gather, no. <laughs> and the reason I wanted to go into virginity is because we were having this conversation at work about virgins. And I just thought, you know what? There is nothing better than a good old virginity story. Oh no, Kala, don't make me tell mine. <laughs> but why? Because <laughs> I lost my virginity three times. What? <laughs> I'm going to need a bit of background there. I 100% have told you this story before. Three times? And yeah, fuck it, we're going to tell it on yes. the Yes! Okay, the first time I lost my virginity was at a friend's Debs, okay. right? Mm-hmm. Debs is like a prom or whatever. Yeah, Debbie Tomball, is that what we would call yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, and I, it, was, it wasn't my final year of school. It was the year above me. So I went to this, it's a different school, blah, 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 blah. But I went and I met a girl there and... What was she wearing? She... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't really remember her name. Oh, God. Okay. But it's not because I'm a dickhead or anything. It's just because of the passage of time. Yes, I'm sure um, that's true. Anyway, I met this girl. She really wanted to get with someone. And she was like, oh, I want to get with you. And I was like, Bro, okay. <laughs> and then she informed me that she had an issue, which was she was on her period. Oh. And I was like, oh, okay. Well, that's okay. We don't have to have sex. And she was no, no, no. I want to, but you can just do it in my ass. <laughs> and I was like, okay, let's pretend you've done this before, Kian. Let's, let's not pretend you're the f- most frightened boy in all the land. The, the terror in your eyes. <laughs> I know, little fresh-faced, no-bearded Kian. Yeah, being asked to stick it in her ass. Yeah, so we did that. Nice. Um, <laughs> it actually went around my school as well that that um, rumor, uh, but no one knew it was about me. Yeah. And I was I remember hearing it in like my art class and just people going, "Oh my god, did you hear about this?" And I was like, "Wow, that's crazy!" <laughs> people are wild around here, wow. guys. <laughs> but basically, it did come out, and I, of course, had told my friends. And the big thing was because I hadn't had vaginal sex Mm -hmm. the question was have i lost my virginity or am i gay (laughs) Uh, i would have said you lost your virginity though 
Yeah, well, 17-year-old guides don't believe that. Oh, okay. Yeah, so the general consensus was I hadn't lost my virginity yet. That's so strange. Isn't it? It's the dumbest thing ever looking back on it. Because for gay men, though, that would be losing their virginity. Anyway, the next time I had sex was um, nearly in secret. We didn't want to tell people. We we got together, but we didn't want to make a big deal out of it. So we just didn't tell anyone. Mm-hmm. So it was a bit of a secret. I never told any of my friends. Uh, she never told any of her friends. And then like a week later, I got with someone. Uh. And then we started seeing each other a little bit. So like people knew so it was the official time I lost my virginity oh yeah so we had <laughs> the warm up in the ass we had the secret yeah. and then we had the official launch yeah official launch so we had like the prototype the beta test and then the final release yeah there was a final release must have been good then surely you had no <laughs> <laughs> no it wasn't <laughs> It was very bad. But Ian, you had so much practice. <laughs> yeah, you would think for someone <laughs> who's lost his virginity three times, you'd be good at it. Yeah, at least by the third time, you're thinking, at least you know wh- where to put it. Uh, well, I had only practiced with that once. <laughs> well, as long as you weren't aiming for her eye, I think you'd have been all right. Um, so, yeah, I didn't get good at sex for a long time. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah, so that's that's me. I really <laughs> didn't want to tell that story. <laughs> well, I love it. I didn't. I you've actually never told me you lost your virginity thrice, which <laughs> it's really bad. Which in reality you actually lost your virginity once, and it was the first. Yeah, time. of course, because that's how that works. Also, just want to put it out there: losing virginity is the most fucking overrated taboo shit in the world. It yeah. is so fucking dumb. I actually I... met someone the other day mm. at my age who hasn't lost her virginity yet. I was like, absolute fairest to play for you. Yeah. She just doesn't want to get fucked over by a guy. And I was like, that is so fair. Yeah, so fair and so true. At the same time, you could sell that shit for about 10 grand, easy. Make that money. I looked it up the other day. Highest virginity that has ever sold is 1.5 million. Do you think we could sell my virginity? I don't think that. <laughs> All right. Your turn. How'd you lose the V-card? Uh, mine was an accident. <laughs> what, just slip and fall onto someone's penis? No, as in it wasn't... You know, like, they never told you it was going to be this way. <laughs> <laughs> I basically... So I, I was 18 and... I was 18, by the way, as well. Yes. I just want to point that out. High five I was 17 for the first one and I was 18 for the other two. <laughs> so you were 17. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> well, I think... I mean, I just happened to wait. There was no real reason, I don't think. Like, I wasn't waiting necessarily for the one or whatever. But basically, it was my best friend's 18th birthday. And she got very drunk to the point where she was, like, white like a ghost, being sick everywhere, could not, could not stand. So I was actually staying back at hers. And so were a lot of other people. And we all had to stay elsewhere, basically. Her parents said no. None of you are coming back. Fair enough. So like all the other sensible girls, I should have just gone to one of the other girls' houses because that's what most people were doing. Like a couple girls said, well, you guys can come stay around ours. People started to like kind of move into different groups and being like, yeah, okay, we'll come with you and we'll come with you. And I'd been getting off with this guy all night. Mm-hmm. And he was staying at a guy's, his friend's house. His friend, by the way, um, 
liked me. Right. And a few months later, um, did we did date and he did take me to his prom. We no longer Very speak. nice. But that's the whole other issue. He was, I was like to him, maybe I could come home with you guys. And he was like, sure, why not? We went and asked his friend. His friend was like, well, yeah, you're in the spare room anyway. We were like, yeah, cool. So I went back to this, not the guy I was having sex with's house. I remember sitting in the kitchen and like texting and like texting my group chat being like, guys, I think I'm going to do it. Like, <laughs> this is it. Like, it's about to yes. happen. And then went upstairs and went from having done nothing pretty much to everything ill in one night. Did the whole shebang. All the shebang. Minus the butt, because... I went pro level. Yeah, not all of us are professional at the first hurdle. And I, I had shaved nothing, not even my armpits. I'd worn a long sleeve dress Ooh. because I wasn't shaving because it was I, it was cold. I was wearing tights. <laughs> I was wearing tights and I had a long sleeve dress on. I thought, why do I have to shave anything? Yeah, fair enough. So that's virginity talk with Kian and Carlo. <laughs> um, I think that's the most information... <laughs> what right that's the most information i've given out on the podcast and honestly i don't care for it oh no honestly that's what the that's what the people love my friend said they miss they miss a bit more frank chat um i rate losing. <laughs> i know frank chat he lives down the road <laughs> i rate losing my virginity about a seven it was fine i'm gonna rank mine which one seven six seven <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's Kyle or After Dark. Oh, God. I'm doing Keen After fun. Dark next. <laughs> <laughs> I'm bringing back Keen After Dark soon. Uh, yeah, let's round off with some fun, fun reviews. As I mentioned earlier, Kyla, yeah, I went to the cinema this week. You did. And I went and saw the new Christopher Nolan film, Tenet. Hmm. Or uh, Tenant. Or 10ET. I don't really know how to pronounce it. Anyway, I thought it'd be fun to go through some reviews from Letterboxd, which we've done before, yeah. on other Christopher Nolan films. Nice. They're all one-star reviews for Christopher Nolan films, yeah. and the first film I have is Inception. Kala, you famously haven't seen any movie ever. Have you seen Inception? I have indeed. Ding, ding, Good, ding. isn't it? I don't remember. I think I fell asleep in the cinema. But... You fell asleep during Inception is also very funny. Because <laughs> it's about falling asleep. Inception. One star from user Victor Hugo Arse. <laughs> Arse is spelled with a C. Of course it is. Yo, what fucking dream are we in? I swear the dialogue is only compromised of shit like you're in the subconscious conscious of the unconscious. One star. No, he's not Good. wrong. He's not wrong. Oh yeah, these are a weird kind of combination of ones that I've seen before and I just don't understand it. People just having a go and actors in Christopher Nolan films. Oh, really? One star from user Caro, bad movie, Leo is ugly. <laughs> Which, A, rude, two, not true. Well, here's another one from Rob underscore Morg, one star, got lost in the first five minutes, I'm hotter than Leo. Again, A, rude, B, not true. Well, you're going to love this one from user Kelsey Khan. <laughs> one star. <laughs> Trash movie. And it looks like Leonardo DiCaprio's face is fat from alcohol or drugs! Exclamation point. Seriously, who booked that ugly motherfucker? What is with the Leo slander? That man is I know. What, what's this? Anyway, I'm on to the next film in my look at Christopher Nolan films. And it's a one star review of 2008 smash hit The Dark Knight. Starring Christian Bale and Heath Ledger. I've seen The Dark Knight as well. Yeah, I thought you might have. Today, guys. One star from user Hootie. 
<laughs> and he says, boring with 17 O's. Still one of my favorites, though. Yeah. Maggie Gyllenhaalum is fucking ugly. What is with these people? Why are they having such a go? <laughs> She's not ugly, and that film is not boring. Also, if it was boring, why is it one of your favorites? The man's confused. Uh, this is from user Jack Call Cut. Was shit felt sick the whole way through. Batman's shit voice made me want to hang myself. <laughs> Chinese was shit. Should have got Papa John's. That's not a review of a film, mate. So he felt sick throughout the film because of the Chinese. The Chinese got. he was eating. And that impacted his watching of the film. Well, he should have rewatched it and actually left a review for the Chinese store then. Mm. Mm. Uh, this is from user Chuck McWhite One star because the nice young man Heath Legend died shortly after filming Not really a reflection on the acting though. Another review from Nikki Martin I did not like this movie I would not like it if my girlfriend was murdered <laughs> <laughs> Which is a plot point in the film Not just something random he's saying No, true Also Batman doesn't like his girlfriend as murdered No so really, you have something in common. At least give it a two stars. Um, finally, the last film by Christopher Nolan I have to review is Interstellar. Have you seen Interstellar? No, this is where we lose me. Ah, Matthew McConaughey, Anne Hathaway and Matt Damon. Mwah, chef's kiss, beautiful I film. Don't... Genuinely one of my favourite films. It's great. Well, I don't think I like many of those people. You don't like Matthew McConaughey? No, I don't like Matthew McConaughey. Or Ireland's own Matt Damon. Because <laughs> he's back. Matt Damon's back in Ireland. <laughs> he's come to save the day. He's going to be the Minister of It's a good day. Fact. Fact. <laughs> Fact. Check back in a week. That will be improved. Yeah. Uh, this review is specifically about Matt Damon from Coucho12. Why Matt Damon always lost? Fuck you, Matt Damon. Put your shit together for once in a lifetime. <laughs> Why is he always to lost? To be fair, he's lost in The Martian. Yeah. He's lost in Interstellar and there's definitely another film where he's in super lost. his defence for The Martian, which I've not seen. It's Great not, film. It's not quite that he's lost as such as he can't get he's back. He's left from, behind. Yeah, he can't get back. So he knows yeah. where he is. He's on the moon. <laughs> he's on Mars. Oh. <laughs> the film's called The Martian, Carla. Oh, sorry. I, don't, I just thought Martian meant like um, alien. This is another review of Interstellar from Jodie Coujois. One star, if I could force one movie to suck my dick, this would be it. <laughs> I don't know what that means. I don't know what it means either, but if I could force one movie to suck my dick, I think it would be... Do you have one? Because I actually think I could think of one. Uh, what did I watch recently and it was really, really bad? Oh, B-movie. Oh, fuck that film. <laughs> You'd force the B-movie to suck your dick? Yeah, fuck you, Jerry Seinfeld. <laughs> your movies are trash and you're a bit of a paedophile. I think I'd force... Allegedly. <laughs> Grease 2 to suck my dick. Yeah, that's a good choice. Yeah, there we go. Now, the final review I have for Interstellar is very, very important. Okay. It is from reviewer Dylan the Hacker. Mm -hmm. And he reviewed on the 27th of March. Overrated garbage. I would rather see Monkey Bone with Brendan Fraser 500 times than watch this long dump being shat in front of my face once again. He paints a vivid picture. Now, Carla, I don't hear you asking the important question there of what is Monkey Bone? <laughs> I thought maybe it was The Mummy. No, Monkey Bone is a film but with Brendan Fraser in it. I had never heard of it. Oh, no, Shall no. we listen to the plot? Because I also have reviews for it. Yeah, sure, go ahead. Monkey Bone, 2001. If it yells, if it swings, 
It's gotta be Monkey Bone. After a car crash sends repressed cartoonist Stu Miley, Fraser, into a coma, he and his mischievous Monkey Bone, his hilarious horny alter ego, wake up in a whacked out way station for lost souls. When Monkey Bone takes over Stu's body and escapes to wreak havoc on the real world, Stu has to find a way to stop him before his sister pulls the plug on reality forever. What? I just read the synopsis of that film and I've no idea what it's about. I still have absolutely no idea. The only thing I am certain of is that the main character is a cartoonist. And he has a cartoon monkey. Monkey Bone is a cartoon. Oh, and okay, so I'm still really confused. I, I, I am definitely going to watch it. But here are some of the five star reviews I have for Monkey Bone. Okay. <laughs> Brendan Fraser has a nice ass. Yeah. Five stars. Nice. Forever obsessed with Siamese triplet devil in satin blue leisure suit, Rose McGowan was born to play Miss Kitty. <laughs> oh After seeing this in theatre, my dad took me to the Turtles music where I bought a Squirrel Nut Zipper CD. Watching this film first timer reminded me that I actually perfect film. Well. That person got really excited writing this and just went off gibberish at the end. Yeah. It's really good. Also, Rose McGowan's in it, so... Must be yeah. And I have one final review of not the Christopher Nolan classic Monkey Bone. It was directed by Henry Selleck. Uh, and this is from reviewer Conquer Donk. An amazing introspection of the absurdity of life. What is our place in this world, this universe? What is time? Where do we all go when it's all over? Is Brendan Fraser alive or is he dead? Why did I pick up this Bubbles car wash waiting area and why were they selling VHS tapes? Why does the dead guy look like Pete Davidson? Aren't we all, in a sense, monkey bones and have our own monkey bones that lay in our pants? A relatable movie where you got a boner because the, your teacher had flappy birds. I have diarrhea. <laughs> anyway, Carla, so that's all for this week. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at KeenClark1, on Instagram at There's a Clark in the Water. I do the whole review for this week for about, mm, I'm going to say 67. I'm going to drop it back down to 60. Rip. Chadwick Boseman, genuinely. Mm-hmm. What a, uh, that's that's really, really sad. Carla, where can we find you and what would you review for the week? Uh, you can find me at Carla Layla on Instagram and Twitter. What would I give this week? I don't know. I'd give my voice a fucking four out of a hundred because it keeps going. Yeah, you're a bit down. croaky. Um, but I'd give this week maybe mm, for the virginity talk, let's dip it again. I'd give Ooh. it maybe a 63. 63. Yeah. And I gave it a 60. Yeah. I'm going to bump that back down to a 40 right there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Where can we find the podcast online? Uh, we can find it at, on Twitter at Not Another Review, on Instagram at Not Another Review Show, and we have an email which is not another review show one at gmail.com. So Brilliant. Okay, that's all for this week. Uh, next week, we're not back. Kala is away and we are taking a break every five podcasts or yeah, so. That was their 10th podcast. That was the 10th podcast, Kala. We forgot ten. to mention it. Yeah, we, we actually forgot to say. We made it to episode 10, guys. We true. did 10, 10 podcasts. That's 11 weeks of podcasts. Yeah. You fucking, you leeches leeching on our comedy gold. Yeah, three months. <laughs> oh, who I knew? the last who... time I did anything for three months consecutively. This has la- now lasted longer than most of my relationships. <laughs> Same. <laughs> All right, bye. Bye. <laughs>